This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hey everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, Fifty Shades Free gets a happy ending at the box office. We'll talk about that and more next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. (laughs) Woo, yeah! Uh, Very highbrow comedy here. Uh, on the box office breakdown right there on Popcorn Talk. Of course, this is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we like to... Prognosticate, to Kate, to Kate, to Kate, to Kate. <laughs> about the box office that lie ahead. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. And I'm another one of your hosts, Amy Cassandra Martinez. You can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. And I do look a little different. I did not shave my hair here. It's just a side bun. I came from the WGAs. Please check out my Insta stories. Oh, Go do yeah. that. When you're done, oh, boy. you can find me at places where people are found at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. Frank, that was a very lowbrow joke. Thank you. But I liked it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hope everyone else did as well. I feel about it right now. Uh, Of course, uh, the fourth member of our panel, Carrie Lane. She is busy uh, heading out uh, in New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. They call it New Orleans. Mm, New Orleans. Uh, yeah, I mean, she might be playing the most dangerous game. I think she was involved in something from a hard target. She's so. hunting a man? Yeah. There you go. She yeah. is. Lance Henriksen is uh, offering her a bunch of money to just to <laughs> run and try to escape. Oh, my. Invigorating stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, of course, folks, uh, you can always like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And while you're there, why not give it a thumbs up or two thumbs up, three thumbs up, four thumbs up. As many as six or eight thumbs up, go for it. And we're going to pull the chat up, so feel free to hop in there and share your thoughts about anything you've been watching at the theater this past weekend, movies in general, or if you're watching after we've streamed live, feel free to, I'll do my best, Carrie Lane, comment down below. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that beautiful hand of his. Uh, but yeah, we'll jump right into it. Look at this. Uh, 50 Shades Free. Made it to the top, guys. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised that you're not double downing on your hop right into it. Oh, please. Because you, you said it before. I don't think that you intended it as no. a joke, but I'm yeah, surprised. Right, you did. Oh, look at that. You know, I'm just coming up with those, uh, those unintentional puns. Now. Good old zingers. Woo! It's the old just... razzle dazzle. <laughs> I'm on an autopilot with these. Uh, but Fifty Shades <laughs> Free another, uh, from Universal, $38.8 million. Wow. I mean, oh, I'm sure you went out and saw this. Oh, no. Okay. No, I. It took me a while to get through the first one, actually, and then like I forgot. A couple of days, or a couple months, because yeah. I started it and I was like, "What is this crap?" So you watched like five minutes, and then the next day you'd watch five, five minutes, and then five. I kind of forgot that there was a second one until I saw this third one come out, and I was like, "Well, I'll get to it." So, will you go see the third one now while it's in theaters with your movie pass? <sighs> But maybe. Maybe. I'm not going to say no. All right. Well, look at All that. Right. That's a kind strong of, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> that kind of decisiveness that we come go. to love. Yes. For maybe. Uh, <laughs> coming in number two, though, Peter Rabbit from Sony. $25 million. 
It was also the subject of our box office bet. It was. My boy uh, Peter. Uh, Neil, how did we do? Let me tell you. Break it on down for us. Peter Rabbit went ahead and exceeded everyone's expectations. For sure. Did uh, 25. Uh, we have at our, our box office winner, who's absent today, Carrie D. Lane, that Woo! what we all thought was going to be way too high. She bet 18.5. Turns out that that was even too low for this, for this bouncing... Bouncing, I can't think of something else. Bouncing movie <laughs> film of cinematic experience that has treated audiences around the United oh, States. Oh, that was good. In second place, we had uh, Frank Moran with 17 million. Tied for third is Amy and I, both at 15 million. That's right. And we would have been the losers, Amy. But we, we would have been the losers, but we have, we've, we've been saved. We've been saved by our boy in the booth. Mr. Tony, be dead. Tony, bet $13.5 million. Tony. Yay! <laughs> How do you feel, Tony? I feel like a straight-up loser. Oh, no. You Don't feel are. like that. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, I need an excuse to watch this, uh, to watch this film. That's okay. This, uh, yeah. this, this, this great film. It's quite the. Uh, I heard it's quite the art house film. So, uh, so as you're sitting there and alone uh, in a theater filled with kids, uh, and maybe some parents, you won't feel like the oddball. Like, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I have to see this guy. It's my job. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll feel fine. I mean, I'm only a 24 year old in a theater surrounded by kids and parents well that's why you get a uh a matinee on like a tuesday i'm actually thinking of just like picking up a random kid and just taking him to, to the movie <laughs> and yeah there's a service you, you can rent a kid nowadays rent a kid yeah, yeah. i've heard of them yeah, you've heard yeah. Of that, right? they have an app right they've partnered with uber sometimes they'll even bring the kid to you <laughs> uh, um okay well, well, this is... it's like a babysitting thing yeah got it all right. I'm so, glad Amy's laughing. <laughs> 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 uh, well, Anthony, uh, I think I speak for all of us when I say we're very excited for you to see this film and uh, look forward to uh, hearing your thoughts about it. Yeah, I want a five-page movie review. I don't yeah, want that. I'll give you ten. I want like a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be great for you to come out and actually just come in studio and yeah. act out some of your favorite scenes. Uh, inappropriate different costumes from the different characters. That'd be great. Yeah. 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 I'm sure we can set that up with our budget. Well, all it takes is just some rabbit ears and, uh, you know, your your best Rose Byrne outfit and your oh. hot to trot. Rose I'm sure Byrne you guys outfit. have plenty of those. Yeah. What is that, like cardigans and... Yep. And sensible That's, pants. I think it's... I oh, there a cardigan <laughs> right here, actually. Oh, <laughs> and sensible And sensible pants. Yeah. And some That's colorful flats. That'll do it. I like it. I like it. I have flats on right now. Oh, Amy. Are you Rose Byrne? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. In disguise, coming in. That's very Rose Byrne-esque hairstyle you have as well, too. Oh. Actually, I'm not going to argue with you that. You are Rose no. burning it down right now. Mm. I did want to add and say happy late birthday, Sky Patterson. Oh, happy birthday, Sky. Would you like to sing? Because it felt like you were about um, to break it. Um... 
No. Me, me, me. Come at number three, the 1517 to Paris, the, ne- the latest Clint Eastwood joint from Warner Brothers, $12.6 million. $12.6, you said? Yes. That's a bummer. That is, I, I've heard that, uh, yeah, it's not, it doesn't execute it as well as people would hope it would. So, hmm. yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Rose Byrne has a question. Oh, yes, Rose. Thank you. I went to the red carpet for that. Did I tell Great. you guys? And, and so number four. Oh, we've got... <laughs> because it was on a Monday. It's a Monday. And she doesn't and like to tell us things pretty, that happen on Mondays. I'm pretty sure it was this last. Yeah, it was this last Monday. It was a great carpet. Cool. It was fantastic. Oh, for, okay, but before 15, we go any further, 17. what makes a great carpet to you? Like shampoo or, and vacuum. Yeah, really pretty, fuzzy. Good. Um, yeah, that's what I look forward to as well. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, but how was it? <laughs> um, very nicely organized, and uh, everyone was great. I was really hoping to get Jenna Fisher huge fan but i saw her and then it was just like a giant swarm of people and it was like what was happening what's happening oh hi look there's clint eastwood and then there he went and then i lost jenna but it's okay because you know i saw clint eastwood and then arnold schwarzenegger as well um the three three main guys of the film of course they're the ones that in real life they were doing that um they were great very nice on camera um and off camera. <laughs> I said on camera. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Off um, camera, they were miserable. They were, they, were, they were like, guys, let's wrap it up. No, they were fantastic. Very sweet and thankful. And then the younger kids as well. Oh, nice. I interviewed all, all three of them. And uh, are you doing your own wrangling whilst you're there? Um, what you In terms mean? of you're actively saying, hey, PR people, bring those celebs to me? Um, You know. Or do you have somebody kind of acting as your uh, broker? My person. Uh, I do it. Oh, good. I you. do it wow. myself. But... And you, you couldn't just, get Clint. Could. Uh, the person that I went with, I went with Rick Hong. We do Netflix news together. He got Clint. So I got it on video. I just wow. like threw up the camera. I was like, let's do it. So it was great. It was super fast because, you know, it's Clint Eastwood. And uh, He didn't stop walking as he was answering those questions. That was it. It was a, it, He was still walking. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But, I mean, I haven't seen it yet. This has been a rather busy weekend. But I'm hoping to see it because the guys were so sweet and everyone, I mean, everyone was so nice. And That's great. it was a great experience. One of my favorite things about Clint Eastwood is the story that uh, Tom Hanks was saying on his press tour for Sully. Have you ever heard the story? No. He was saying that he treats actors like horses. And by that, he, uh, he means that when he was doing this movie way back when, when he was, in, when he was acting... Um, you know, they have a big thing where like, we're rolling, we're rolling, we're rolling, and speed and sound, and we're, and we're rolling, action! And then the horses would all get spooked, the horses that they were on. Oh. They'd all get spooked and they weren't able to get it right. So then, it's, uh, to, uh, Clint Eastwood said that he took that experience and he's like, well, you know, why make a big fuss about it? You know, it's action, who cares? And so Tom Cruise, or Tom Hanks was saying, rather, um, on the set of Sully, he would just sort of do this, and his crew would be like, okay. And then he'd like, you know, just wait a second, give everyone time to speed up, and he'd be like, okay, go ahead. And that's how he says action. <laughs> and then when he's done with the scene, he's like, okay, that's enough of that. Moving on. <laughs> and like in that <laughs> voice, and Hank says that he actually says, well, that's enough of that. At the end to cut, instead of cut, like every time, like that's his phrase that he uses. And I just think that's fantastic. 
That's it. Oh, man. Oh, well, that's enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> that's that's that. uh, quite enough of that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and coming in number four, uh, the, the film that just will not crushing at the box office. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle from Sony. Another $9.8 million. Boy, oh, boy. Look at that. Uh, $365.6 million domestically. So mm-hmm. look at that thing. Look at that. Just a house on fire. Well, joined with its uh, with its uh, pair in longevity is number five. That's true. The greatest showman from Fox. Another 6.4. Can't stop, won't stop. Broke another obscure record this weekend. Longest time without dropping, without having a larger drop than 19%, I think, for any theatrically released movie. Man. I had like those nice obscure. Those obscure it's broken things. like four or five yeah. very obscure records, and I, <laughs> I keep seeing like it pop up on Twitter. It's like this is the highest grossing musical that has been in theaters for longer than so many days in the month of December. The only film that has had percentage drops in even numbers. Yeah. Ah, oh, great. Okay. The cool. best musically based film released in more than three thousand screens in the month of January. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most successful musical starring uh, a man named Hugh. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, number, that's number one on the list. That's right. There wow, you go. Look at that. what an honor. Uh, did anybody else see any of the films outside of our top five? No, I've had a terrible week. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Not like, sorry. Is it like events, just terrible as in I haven't been able to do much other than, you know, life things. Yeah. I haven't had any like fun time. Well, Amy wanted to make sure that she talked to you about the couple of films that she'd seen. She was adamant about this. Yeah, I remember one, and oh, I feel boy. like I've seen another another one, but I I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, uh, but the one I do remember is a uh, Mudbound. Ooh. Yeah, it's on Netflix, so easily accessible for you guys. Um, it's very very intense, very intense, but. The cinematography is gorgeous, and everyone, I mean, did a really good job. Um, yeah, the music was very nice as well. Um, I think I talked to you guys last time about Call Me By Your Name, and the song that's uh, nominated for Call Me By Your Name wasn't, like, as vivid in my mind, I guess. Uh, but Mudbound, it ends with that song. So I was kind of waiting for it the entire time, right. and it wasn't happening until the credits started rolling. So I was like, oh, that's when it happens. Um, yeah. 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 D. Reese, I was able to speak with her. She's super nice and very poised, elegant, eloquent, everything. So I'm excited for the Oscar season for sure. You oh, know, the Oscars nice. themselves. So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in fact, I guess that's a nice little segue to announce that uh, on Oscar evening, uh, we'll, that's right, uh, Box Office Breakdown, we'll be covering... The ins and outs of that award show, uh, talking about all the the winners and losers that evening. Uh, and maybe like a, a quick update of the, the weekend's box office. But the uh, the main focus for that evening will be about the Oscars. Ooh, but, Ooh. We'll still have, but we'll still get our time in for a last minute like box office bet. When are the Oscars? March 4th. That's right. March 4th. I was asking for a friend of mine who might not know, but is tuning in. <laughs> well, That's thank goodness. That's right. That's <laughs> for you, Greg. <laughs> Hey, Neil, when are the Oscars on? I'm not going to tell you now. Watch my show, and all will be revealed. I like the way <laughs> all that, will be that, revealed. There you go. I like that. There you I'm go. real life clickbait. 
Uh, Spreading over to international waters there. Uh, Our numbers there are uh, coming in slightly lower than the Saturday projection of the 100 million through Sunday. Fifty Shades Free still roped in an estimated $98.1 million in its international box office bow. Uh, It's ahead of the pre-weekend estimates, uh, which had the threequel straddling about $80 to $90 million. And coupled with the domestic, the debut global frame is $136.9 million. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, 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 let's see. Out of the 57 offshore launch markets, the uh, it's uh, number one in 54. That's compared to 51 out of 57 on the last one. So uh, all tied up, the three-movie franchise uh, crossed $1 billion worldwide on Friday for $108.5 billion through Sunday. Wow. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, and, you know, as, uh, as no, it, there's a sexy milestone to, uh, of its own given the low production cost of the trio picks and the lack of some key markets in the mix. So, so did well. Uh, yeah, and uh, there we go. Uh, and other milestones this weekend. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, has become Sony's third biggest worldwide release ever with $881.8 million past both, past both Spectre and Spider-Man Homecoming. Damn it. Wow. Come on. Uh, and it still hasn't released in Japan, so wow. that should add some money to it as well. Uh, it could be a $1 billion. Could so, be. And yeah. that was a remarkably, well, at least for what, for what it was, it was a remarkably cheap movie to make. Yeah, I think it was like $90 million budget. And they've already started talking uh, like uh, talking about with the writers mm-hmm. about uh, the next sequel. So That's a lot of return. Yeah, we'll see what, uh, what, what how soon that was. But then also The Rock was out there announcing uh, another one with the, uh, the director uh, for uh, a Skyscraper as well. So they, they just got uh, Universal Legendary after a bit intense bidding war. Uh, got the rights for this one. So they're going to be working on uh, this original idea as well. So <laughs> when we will see more, a sequel for Jumanji. Than, more original than Skyscraper. Oh, yes. Uh, this is another super original script. So That's what we all there want. There you go. Original. Well, uh, Dwayne Johnson says, you know, it's a character you, you, where you learn you can't judge a book by its cover. That's what you're going to learn about this character <laughs> in this film. Ferdinand too. That's right, yes. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he's got this film. Uh, I mean, of course, we know in May, we've talked about this last week too, that's uh, when Jungle Cruise starts shooting. But then he's still got, uh, he's got this film. He's also got, whenever this Jason Statham Mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson, uh, Fast and Furious kind of side venture happens. So, uh, and then if Jumanji two happens and he's in it, who knows? Could be he's, a while before we see Jumanji two. He's rocking and rolling. Very, Beautiful. very. That's good work. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the solid, solid work. Uh, and lastly, <laughs> after crossing seven hundred million dollars worldwide last week, Coco has got another five hundred. Uh, has pitched across the five hundred million dollar mark internationally with Japan. Uh. Uh, also, still, uh, it still hasn't even really been released there. So, the Oscar nominee is now the number 14 animated film of all time, overseas passing Inside Out and The Secret Life of Pets. So, there you go. Well, well, well. Speaking of animated, I just remembered the other movie I saw. Great. There we go. The Breadwinner. Oh, how is that? It's It's good. Um, yeah, it's a little different than I thought it was going to be more for kids. It's not really one that you would take your little kid to see because there's blood. I have a question. Once you're done, sorry. Um, But the blood, it's going to sound, okay, what I'm going to say is about to sound really weird. Okay. The blood looks so cool. It's so weird. I know. But it's so gorgeously animated. I'm like, dang, that looks like real blood. Um, And it's just colorful, but also juxtaposed next to things that aren't so colorful. It's just, I love it. Is it like sad? Like, is it like a sad movie? I mean, it's hopeful. It's hopeful. When it's... that blood sprays, you're so like... So not like Grave of the Fireflies. 
I don't know. Okay, well, that's a very sad movie. Okay, no, it's not sad. It's hopeful. Is, is it kind of like Persepolis, in a sense, where it's like it's animated, but it's very like adult themed? Well, that wasn't my question. Either way, how'd you how'd you see it? I've been wanting to see this movie. I'll tell you after. Oh, <laughs> no, but um, dun, dun. I did want to say also there's different kinds of animation in it, so definitely watch it. Yeah, you can. Cool. Great. Well, we may or may not see Amy here on the show next week. <laughs> we'll see. I've got people. Yeah, we could see her in the in the lockup. She can uh, Skype in from uh, from prison. <laughs> uh, so, folks. Uh, of course, uh, we had Peter Rabbit, the subject of last week's box office bet. But you know what? We don't stop those box office bets. Nope. We we double down. Wait, we don't. No, nope, we, we don't stop them. No, we never, never. stop. Never stopping. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we've got we've got two films in contention for your box office bet this upcoming week. What are they? Uh, we've got Black Panther. Oh, I think <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, from Disney Marvel, uh, thirty eight hundred screens, and then we've got Early Man from Lionsgate. 2,400 screens. I have not heard of Early Man. Uh, it's another Artem uh, animation. Is that the yeah, animation, the same people that make uh, Wallace, Wallace and Gromit? Wallace and Gromit, yeah. Oh. Chicken Run. Oh, oh, I feel so right. bad for them. Oh. Yeah. They're going to get swamped. Quite they, the week uh, I mean, they make good stuff. I just, it, it's not anything that interests me. Yeah, no one ever sees it, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, uh, I gotta admit, everything that I've seen of this just does not look intriguing to me there's that one part of the trailer that they say oh like this lady there this guy whatever they're cutting sliced bread and she says oh it's the best thing since ever that's the only thing where i'm like <laughs> <laughs> look at that that uh, i would like to just be uh, an amy, with amy watching that film and then it's all quiet and then just that little noise during that scene <laughs> now i remember it they're in like there the, they're in the um uh, Stone Age, but then there's a colony of man that it has entered the Bronze Age. Yes. And they're sort of like warring with one another. It's like culture clash, man. That's honestly, that's the most interesting thing for me. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, so how are you going to show that? Were they making it in the Bronze? <laughs> I, I just, man, I'd be curious to see how they got this one greenlit. Like, I, the, just from the trailers alone, it does not seem that exciting to me. Because mm. uh, I also feel like that's the way about like the Crudes. Although the Crudes is, oh. uh, it's not great. Uh, it's certainly not know how I, how I trained your dragon, uh, oh, and, or, or uh, Lilo and Stitch, who uh, yeah, Chris Anders was behind both of those, and yeah. uh, the Crudes, and I was like, mm, okay, sorry, Chris, I love you, but this was just a uh, film. We're all gonna look at each other for now. <laughs> for a moment. And now we gaze. Yeah, and now we gaze. Now the time the box office breakdown where we gaze at each other. Anyway, we have two films vying for your uh, for your <laughs> very very powerful box office bet vote there in the chat room. Black Panther and Early Man. But in the meantime, before we start talking about next week's films or our box office bet, we like to do a little box office rewind of somebody that's going to be in one of these uh, upcoming films. So why don't we talk about the, the star of Black Panther himself, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Woo! Boseman. Yes. The man. What I liked about it is, uh, I mean, because I feel like people are jazzed about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, there you go. You know that uh, that yeah. film is important. If Amy Cassandra is going to get a shirt. She goes out one and of gets the merch. Yep. yep. Uh, w- when did you get the shirt? Uh... Two, three weeks ago. Okay. With a specific intent, like, I'm going to wear this. I don't, when you go to see Black Panther, you will be rocking the shirt? Yeah, I may um, wear it for those couple of hours and then wear it again on Marvel TV Weekly, the oh, show it. I do here, Monday so, nights at 7. 
So I like it that you will, you will go home from whatever you're doing during the day. You will then change into that shirt. Yeah. Go to the theater. Come home. Immediately change out. Yeah. Uh, uh, wash it. Yeah. There you go. That's it. The, the two hours, that's it. Yeah. I don't want it on me any more than that. Yeah. I want to keep it in pristine condition. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. There you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I mean, I, I people that have got a chance. To, there's been quite a few people that we know mm-hmm. that have had a chance to get to see it earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, man, it's uh, it, it is being very well received. And the early box office assessments say that this is uh, going to be a very high performer. So I'm excited to see how high this goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what I do like about Chadwick Boseman is when we do the box office rewind, usually try to do like the top five films, uh, maybe some more if there's a, uh, a different reason for that. But like for Chadwick Boseman, he basically just has five films to talk about. It's great. Yeah. So he did look it at for us. But look, uh, look how far he's come. So uh, the lowest one for him uh, was Marshall, which came out uh, late last year. Uh, it only opened up to $3 million. Uh, three million dollars, or ultimately ended up making just a little over ten million dollars. Never get a chance to see it, but uh, any of no, but they are good. nominated for something. Uh, coming to number uh, four, Draft Day, uh, back from twenty fourteen, good old uh, Kevin Costner film, uh, nine point seven million dollars. I haven't seen that one either. I heard it's not too bad. I haven't seen it. Uh, number three, Get On Up from Universal from two thousand fourteen as well. Two thirteen point five million dollars. Uh, number 242 for Warner Brothers, uh, 2013, $27.4 million. That wasn't a bad movie. I really like that movie. There, uh, like, and certainly it, it does not, uh, I, I feel like, um, accurately portray like the depth and breadth of the, just the hatred and racism that was directed at him. But that scene where, uh, there's a scene where he's at the ballpark and there is that one fan just hurling expletives at him. Uh, I think it was actually the, the... Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies coach. Yeah, just it's played by uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, that's oh. uh, mm-hmm. there. Like, and that's just like captures just such a slight, slight infinitesimal fraction of what he had to endure. But you're just yeah. like, that scene is just like, Ugh. yeah, it was really cringy. Yes, and yeah, like, and the fact that he felt that also from some of his teammates. Uh, I feel like if I remember correctly, that was quickly curbed. Like the coach came in and he was like, "You knock that off. You stop or you're out of the league or whatever." Uh-huh. Um, really good movie. Yeah. I really liked it. Uh, and then, no surprise, uh, number one, Captain America Civil War, back from 2016, $179.1 million. You know, what I liked about that film, because as much as I was jazzed about seeing Captain America, and you're all jazzed about, oh, hey, Spider-Man's going to finally get his debut in a Marvel film, I actually really enjoyed what they did with Black Panther. Uh, mm-hmm. They really established him very quickly mm-hmm. in a few key scenes and got, him re- got you really invested and pumped for this character and excited to see him in his own film. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I also really liked the um, how uh, it, it definitely separated uh, our Avengers into the Avengers and then also like the Secret Avengers. Yes, which is really cool. Were you yeah. were you Team Cap or Team? Iron oh, Man? Team Cap forever. Yeah. Oh, Amy's Team Iron, Iron Man. No, team no, Captain. no, Team Cap. You know that's okay. You don't have to say it because we're saying it. No, mm-hmm. Team Cap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, I it's, it's funny because when, when I was watching the movie, because when I was reading the comic book, I'm like, yeah, okay, definitely Team Cap. You guys are acting crazy. But in the movie, they make a, a, a bit more of a reasonable argument. Yeah. They're like, you have Sokovia, you have you know New York, all these things are happening. We got to regulate it. And so you're like, well, you know, Cap, I get it, but maybe you should, you know, try and think the other way. And then when he starts to, when they're they're not in Wakanda, they're in Paris, I think. Um, 
and uh, and he's getting ready to sign these papers. And Tony's like, and don't worry, you know, like, right when we sign him, we'll get uh, we'll get Wanda out, and you know, we'll let yeah. her go. And he's like, wait, where's Wanda? It's like, oh, well, she's at the mansion, visions watching her. And he's like, you see. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. You're, you're holding her captive? And he's like, well, yes. And even as a viewer, I was like, okay, yeah, Cap, I get it. You, yeah. can't, you have to punch me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> because that's a super, that's a very uncool thing to do. And they really, they paint that picture very plainly in the movie. There is just a, a lot of uh, how uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans do at the end of the film there, where it just, oh. uh, that final battle, I just... Uh, where Robert uh, Downey Jr. just like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's my father's, that's my father's shield. You can't take that. Oh, just, yeah. man, that was uh, some some good acting between those two gentlemen. Oh, right yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Are you guys going to be watching Black Panther this weekend? I, I will never see that movie. I have tickets for Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, yeah. yeah. I'll be going yep. Thursday late night. Oh, so. my gosh, guys, we're on top of it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's it for once, for once. <laughs> right on top of it. Uh, How many of us saw uh, Peter Rabbit? There you go. <laughs> I'm sure it's a say, fine Anthony? movie. What was that? You seem like you were going to say something, sir. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say that I'm, I'm going to see it. When? Oh. Thursday night? That r- remains to be determined, but <laughs> I, just, I just know I'm going to see it. TBA. Let's <laughs> uh, so work out a bit here. Uh, Anthony, is it possible to make the chat just a hair bit bigger, please? Just a hair. Oh. Ah, oh, Fantastic. Uh, there we go. Well, we got guys. So Captain America: Civil War is nothing like Civil War, uh, which is like twelve issues. The the X Men Brotherhood of Mutants, the Fantastic Four, a lot going on. Uh, I true. I feel like Captain America: Civil War does a better job of distilling the kind of kernel of the idea from the Civil War miniseries and then translating it into a much more excellent uh, film. The original miniseries is kind of like. Eh. It had some really good moments. It had some good moments, but it was also one of those that, like, the majority of Marvel's uh, kind of event series, they are plagued by delays, mm-hmm. which kind of diminishes the momentum of the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. And it ends up getting, like, fill-in artists or whatnot, or just, like, they don't want to give a fill-in artist, so then the delays become by months and months and months, and then they do these fill-ins in between that are just, like, filler. It's never good. Blah. There you go. <laughs> uh, and uh, Sarah Brock says, Frank, I think I'm going to go late Thursday, too. All right. So it's like we're going to be watching the movie together. Sarah, I like that. See, I, I don't think the question is going to be, like, are people going to watch it? It's when they're going to watch it. It's And how many times this uh, this opening mm-hmm. weekend? How like often? What is the frequency of <laughs> how you're going to see this movie? I might see it three times. Well, so uh, your your beautiful and lovely wife Alexis has already seen the film. She has. Uh, she is going bursting again. at the seams, trying to like not tell me things, and we have like a few more days to go. Oh my gosh! You go. So you're both going to go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be your second time for her, first time for you. That's right. Uh, how many times do you think you may see this in the theater? I think I might see it uh, three times if it if it's as good as uh, as we, we all hope it is. Mm-hmm. Surely. All right. Uh, this might be the time for me to get a movie pass so I can just see it for a uh, dollar. <laughs> well, they now. just lowered their prices and included Fandor into the subscription service, not sponsored by a movie pass. <laughs> what, so they lowered it? So what is it now? Uh, I think I think for like the yearly, um, it used to be like $89 for the year. I think it's a bit lower than that now. I might be wrong. But I, I know they just lowered the monthly from like nine ninety nine to like... I think it might just. I think it's not like a significant amount. I think it's like nine twenty seven, but it includes uh, Fandor, which is a uh, like a streaming subscription service um, that they had. It also bundled with the Costco deal, which is the one that I received as a gift. Mm. Um, 
And it has like art house films, um, uh, festival films, stuff like that. Yeah. So you can look, you can even search by like festivals, Cannes, Southwest. Oh, cool. Um, oh, that's all that cool. Stuff. Uh, we, we do see uh, Ken Jax is, if, uh, it, it is good. He'll see Black Panther three times this weekend, including President's Day. Oh, that's right. President's Day. Yeah. I guess that will also, you know, affect the numbers for other movies like, uh, what was that? Size, I'm watching it Friday Night with Friends and Sunday After Church. The perfect post-church uh, retreat. Perfect, yes. Absolutely. When do you eat breakfast? Before church? Well, they have donuts there at church, right? Yeah, sometimes. Some donuts okay. Depends on the church, I guess. You can always get more food at the movie If, if your church isn't giving you donuts, then I, you get to get a church. <laughs> you got to get a donut church. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and you, go on, you go on to donut church. Yes. And then, then you go to church. <laughs> uh, yeah, on list of priorities, it's less about like, oh, what's the uh, the priest like? What, what what's the the church situation out? Let me see the donuts. What's the donut table? But, yeah. How many are the, several tables or what that's flavors? Right, yeah. Just the one. Is are there you, coffee yeah. too? Are you all glazed? Do you do some twists? Are you doing some crawlers? <laughs> you have maple bars. Yeah. <laughs> what's your what's your layout like? I got to know these things. Uh, so, uh, any any trailers anybody see this weekend that they're jazzed about? A little hot trailer oh, talk. Oh, mm. oh! Deadpool. I mean, not related to movies. Oh yeah, Deadpool. Yes, that uh, the Deadpool trailer. The Deadpool came two up. trailer was good. We get to finally see some a lot of uh, Josh Brolin as Cable in action. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, but how do you think the representation? Uh, we've seen we've seen a lot of stills, but this is the first time we really got to see a lot of him in action. I mean, he looks like a gravelly voice, Josh Brolin. You know, squinty, just like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> punk. You know, it's almost like he's channeling Clint Eastwood back from like Dirty Harry. I want to see more Domino. Somehow. Yeah, Domino yeah. looks mm. tight. Zazzy beats, yeah. Fucking hair, and she's just like, Pfft. and she has like a knife taped to her like submachine gun. What well, is not? that? That's well. amazing. Uh, yeah, it'll Get be. It. It's, it's going to be the, the summer of Josh Brolin, though. I'm excited. Really? About that. A Josh Brolin summer, yeah, that's right. Because he's doing the voice of Thanos, uh, of course, in the Avengers, and, and the, then just a few weeks later, the Pro Cap. Uh, he'll be out. Soldado coming out. Uh, Pardon? Uh, when's Soldado coming out? It's a. Uh, Oh, the, yes, yeah. this, yes. Mm-hmm. Is that this year too? That is this year. That's this summer. Mm-hmm. It looks intriguing oh, as well. Go. Good old Antonio, oh, not Antonio, uh, Benicio <laughs> del Toro. Benicio. Benicio. Insignificant. Um, Emmanuel Garcia brought up, yeah, the Venom teaser. He says it looks okay. I didn't uh, I didn't care for it. I agree. No. Emmanuel. It didn't do okay. anything. I didn't, so uh, there's that. <laughs> I, I didn't care for it because it was, reaction. I mean, it was, it seemed like it was just Tom Hardy speaking. Yeah. Um, Little bit like little bits, little teases, little teases of the symbiote. The like the, the best, the biggest one was when he was in that weird like horizontally occupied test tube, and some scientist was walking over to it. So I guess they're going to include that um, that organization that like works with the symbiotes and tries to get them like onto hosts. I forget what it's called, but I guess they're in it. Um, it paints him to look more like like he's Eddie Brock, right? No, he's, yeah, yeah, he's Eddie Brock, yeah. right? It sort of makes him look like he's like a victim. I'd rather, and I've been like the, the little blurbs I've been seeing, like the new superhero movie trailer, and I'm like, eh, he's not a, he's not a hero. Uh, I am worried about that film. I mean, I, I'm already not a huge Venom fan as it is, and I've never really, I've never gotten into like the comic series or whatnot. So, him as the central focus of a film does not get me jazzed. I mean, I'll go see it, but I am not, I am not uh, looking forward to it, and I don't think it's going to be that exciting. But. Yeah. It could be Sony Marvel's Suicide Squad. Oh boy, Man, let's it, hope not. <laughs> I mean, without the without the ensemble, but like a villain centric, 
superhero movie. But I feel like this will kind of go. I mean, I think everybody knows how much of a hand Marvel had in this iteration of Spider-Man for Homecoming. That's mm-hmm. been well known. But to see Sony kind of go back on their own and say, "Hey, yeah, we're going to go and explore explore this franchise on our own." I, it'll be interesting to see how that one turns out, and maybe if they take any lessons, like we should just collaborate with Marvel all the time from now on. That might be the smarter tactic for us to take. Yeah, because you know, as much as Spider-Man's got a great rogues gallery, but they're not that exciting that I want to see them on their own. Oh, no, definitely not. I don't want to see a Black Cat and a Silver Sable movie. I don't really want to see a Venom standalone film. I mean, I understand Sony's, I, you know, they, they've got all these characters, so mm-hmm. let's try to do something with them, but I, I just, I don't think so. So I feel like they work with Spider-Man. Yes. Well, with the choice of Tom Hardy, it's like, do people run to theaters for, for him? I, well... I don't know if, like, Tom Hardy's not something that'll keep me away from a movie. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, Mad Max Fury Road. I mean, I was like, oh, Tom Hardy's in that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Uh, but then there, there was, what, the other one where he was the uh, one of the brothers of Shia LaBeouf. They were kind of like the the uh, uh, Moonshiners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I never went and saw that one. That wasn't enough to suck me in to go see that one in the theater. Mm-hmm. And there's one that came out, was it last year? Uh, the one where we had the twins. Uh, it was Tom Hardy yeah, played Twins. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. He, he was in Revenant, too, right? Yep. Uh, I didn't. Oh, so yeah. I, I guess I, I remember I, Leo. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess if somebody tells me Tom Hardy's in a film, it's not enough for me to make me go, I have to go see right. it for Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like I need more for, to get me excited, and then Tom Hardy's just like an extra bonus. Yeah. I feel like he's uh, a fantastic actor, um, but... I don't know. Like, I, feel, I kind of feel the same way. Like, the roles he chooses or the roles that he's in sometimes aren't enough for me to be like, oh, go see it. Yeah. So, no, not enough for me right now. I, in fact, I mean, I, I think I'm totally sorry. I didn't realize that it was him in Dunkirk until the very end when he took off that mask. I did not realize <laughs> it was him for the whole entire movie until he took off the mask at the end as he gets out of the airplane. Like, oh, hey, oh, I'm Tom Hardy. Tom, All right. Tommy Hards. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Uh, so, folks, before we do our box office bet, and feel free to keep chiming away. Uh, bling, 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 bling. I, let's see how many people are, are voting for Black Panther or uh, <laughs> Early Man. Uh, but in the meantime, though, we'll do a little box office prediction of what we think next week's top five will look like. Again, we're adding Early Man on 2400 screens, mm. uh, an animated film from Lionsgate, as well as Black Panther, a small little indie film from uh, <laughs> Buena Vista, uh, and a small theater count, 3800 screens. Uh, <laughs> you know, guys, I, I assume we're all thinking that Fifty Shades Free is going to still stay number one. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to contest that. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we can all agree that Black Panther is going to be number one. Mm-hmm. How much of a number one do you think it's going to be? Well, I want to say, since we, that is the subject. It's going to be the bet. Maybe. You know. Who knows? We'll see how this... Uh... Well, earlier I saw that every vote has been for Black Panther. Well, then yeah. I love it. Then I guess we can, <laughs> we can assume that, so... Uh, anybody disagreeing that Black Panther's not number one? No, no, it's lunacy. <laughs> uh, we should we should actually just figure out an order for two through six. That's true. What do you think? Uh, Fifty Shades, or will that still stay at a solid number two? I think so. Yeah. Will Early Man make the top five? No, I do not think so. I mean, not with Peter Rabbit there. Well, right. it's got to be Jumanji, depending on what that has. If everything just drops down one, I actually I think the fifteen, the fifteen, seventeen to Paris could have a bigger drop too. Oh yeah. Look, if Jumanji does another ten percent drop weekend, it's sitting at like eight point nine million. Yeah. 
Which is more than 1517 is going to do next weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes. So so I'm still counting Jumanji in my top five. Yeah. I'm, Greatest Showman? I might, put, I might put Early Man. I might actually drive a wedge between Jumanji and Greatest Showman with Early Man. So you put Early Man as number five for you? As uh, number six. Okay. So what, 1517 still makes it in the top five or no? Or Greatest Showman? No, five. it's four. Because we have Black Panther, Fifty Shades, Peter Rabbit. I think I think oh. I don't think fifteen seventeen is going to do. I don't think it's going to do better than Grey Showman. So, so no. Jumanji first. Um, here's here's the whole list. We have this is two through six. Yeah, uh, fifty, Peter Rabbit, and then we'll do um, Jumanji, Early Man, Grey Showman. Yeah. Man, so I, so you feel like, oh, like early man's got to get somewhere between like the seven or eight low weights. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a narrow gap, but I don't think I think uh, I think Showman's gonna. I mean, drop another bit. It's gonna go under five or four. Man, like with Peter Rabbit out, I feel like if any family was gonna kind of kind of program against like Black Panther or. Fifty Shades. I feel like Peter Rabbit would be the first go-to other than an yeah. early man. Oh. Early man would be if you already saw Peter Rabbit and if you really want to go to the movies again. Oh, With kids. And for like some diehard fans. Because yeah. that, that animator has yeah. a lot of like really Art of animation is, really I mean, big fans. True. I, I, I do yeah. love a lot of their stuff. Not I can have a feeling I will not like this. <laughs> uh, all right. I, you know, uh, Neil, you're a wise man. Who am I to disagree with your wisdom? Oh Amy, God. what about you? Same. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as Neil was saying, oh, here we go. Uh, before we get into our box office bet, we've got Scott Batterson saying one, Black Panther, two, Fifty Shades, three, Peter Rabbit, four, Jumanji, five, the 1517, the Paris, and six, Early Man. Maybe he doesn't know. All right. That's the kind of commitment that we like to see. <laughs> Sarah uh, chiming in with era, Early Man is for diehard WG fans. All right. Which I agree. Uh, yeah, and we got Courtney uh, doesn't even have Early Man making the top five. And, and, and yeah, neither does uh, Zayas. So Star Drew, uh, Fifty Shades always drops a uh, number by the, by the second week. But, uh, yeah, I I still think it'll, yeah. it'll top Peter Rabbit. Yeah, yeah because I Peter Rabbit's so. going to drop too. Yeah, but I feel like even if you do like a 50, so you're like, you know, you're looking around 19, but I don't think Peter Rabbit would drop 50. I think it'll drop less than 50. Mm. I don't know. I don't think either. I don't think any of the top three this week have some incredible staying power. Yeah. Least of which is 15, 17. But yeah. Moving up the list, Peter Rabbit, I don't think it's going to last very long. And 50 Shades is like a sort of like a hit it and quit it. Yeah, but although, I mean, you know, we were surprised by how well Peter Rabbit did this opening weekend. So, and it doesn't seem like it's been panned critically. So, no, no, in, in fact, people love it. Yeah. And critics, too. So, but I just don't know. I mean, Black Panther's coming out. That's huge. That is. That's going to stay forever. Yeah. If Peter Rabbit, an animated movie, which normally draws pretty decent crowds for uh, children and whatnot, of course, it's just played to like the lower age group. Yeah. But if that movie. I mean, it did, lo- it did more than we expected, but if it only did 25 when it opened, uh, going up against Black Panther, I don't think it's going to do much. I wonder if you see... If he, I, I wonder, could you see a world where Peter Rabbit goes in and comes in second? If Fifty Shades drops enough? No, I don't think so. Well, see, Valentine's Day is Wednesday. Uh, what would... 
that do to people on the weekend. That's right, you lovers. Are you going to be <laughs> seeing your Fifty Shades free? Uh, all right, so ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, going to do it for our little predictions, but it's time for our box office bet. Oh, right. uh, I think we're doing Black Panther. Seems to be the consensus there. Uh, Stardew says $12 million for Fifty Shades. I, you know, I can't... I, Stardew, I will not disagree with that. I could see Fifty Shades taking a big hit, but uh, yeah, we'll see. And Stardew says Peter Rabbit uh, could do a 10 or a 14 again. Uh, and then Sarah Brock, everyone go see Paddington again. Go do it. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, but we got Black Panther, 3,800 screens from Marvel and Disney. <sighs> uh, now, just as a point of reference, Thor Ragnarok, uh, that opened up its opening weekend at $122 million. This seems to be tracking to do even better than that. So I think pre-sales are at 150 do you think it'll it go that high? I think it'll go higher. Oh yeah, you'll People know just as pumped. high when I when I do my oh when all I right. do my number. So I'm of gonna... course, as we're making our bet, uh, the box office bet. If you've never seen this before, we're all going to bet on the opening box office total of the film that's been selected, which is in this case Black Panther. Person that's closest gets bragging rights. Be the prognosticator of prognosticators. And the loser will have to go see this film and tell us all about it. I feel like, as always, uh, occasionally we do get uh, those be- those box office bets that there are no losers. Yeah. All Everybody's winners. Excited. Yep. All Does winners. anyone know the number of pre-sale tickets it's sold already? <laughs> I can look it up, but I think uh, I mentioned earlier that I think it's around 150. Got it. Let me just look it up real quick so we all know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, real quick, Amy, uh, where what is your shirt uh, for Black Panther? Is it just uh, a picture of Black Panther himself? Is it uh, you know? Is so, it from a comic book cover? I don't think so. It's uh, it's a kid's shirt. It's a boy. Okay. It's a t-shirt. Um, it's gray, and there's some yellow, and there's some black, and it says Black Panther. Beautiful description, Amy. Like that's you know. Anyway, uh, we'll follow uh, Amy Cassandra uh, MZ. MTZ. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, on social media so you can see what the... Because I'm sure you'll be taking a photo of yourself rocking that. Uh, yeah. Of course. I love going to the movies and I love wearing shirts specifically for a certain occasion. Oh, all right. Fantastic. I, I'm, what is on it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good uh, question. So, uh, I, I, I assume, uh, Neil, how are you feeling about those, uh, those early pre-sale numbers? Oh, no. I couldn't find an exact number, <laughs> yeah, but, but, oh, but, but but I did find a few a few sources that said that it's tracking to do around one fifty. Mm. All right, uh, Anthony, are you satisfied with that? Are you have you cast a vote? I think I got my number. All right, so uh, hey. lay it on us, Anthony. What do you have uh, for Black Panther? Why do I gotta go first? Because we can't, because we don't want we gotta keep it honest. We don't yeah, change your numbers. Change it. Oh, so I'm always going first. Yes, yeah. because we can't see you, so we have to just uh, trust. Because for us, you know, we we write sense. it on our phones. Yeah, and then we show each other. Right, right, got it. All right, well, I'll just say it. Um, I'm shooting a little high. I'm going to go with 180 million. Ooh, oh. all right, very nice. Yeah, but I think I think you can pull it off. There's 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 a lot of hype. Like people can watch, you know. Apart from people buying the pre-sale tickets, they're going to just go and watch it again, you know. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't factor into the pre-sale tickets. So we'll see, we'll see. Uh, Amy Cassandra, what do you have? You know, there are two options in life. <laughs> um, <laughs> You can go big or you can go home. That's right. Oh. And I went really big. Oh. And my screen's black. Hold on. 195. 195. Oh, Why it. not? Woo. Why not? Why not indeed? Let's big get pumped. I would, I would love to be in a world where it does 195. That'd be amazing. That'd be great. Maybe I'm I'm, uh, I'm sitting here with Tony at 180. 
Ooh, I, nice. I, I went conservatively. I went four million. No, uh, <laughs> and Frank lost. Uh, One hundred and forty-five. One forty-five. Yeah. Not bad. So, yes. Uh, I think uh, I think I heard Carrie say two hundred. Yep. Uh, so I, I, I think I I'm in the clear. I heard that. Well, I'm going to write that down. I heard that as well. Yep, two hundred for Carrie. <laughs> Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Thanks, as always, for joining us here in the chat. Again, we couldn't do the show without you. Literally, you help uh, dictate the client, the content of the show. Uh, oh, uh, Star Drew. All right. Thanks for the, the support. Frank, you lose, man. What? All right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, with, uh, how, what better way to end the show than a, a reminder of my loserness? And I appreciate that. But as always, folks, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Why are there? There. Give it up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Uh, and if you're watching after the show's stream live, feel free to comment down below. Neil, what is a question you'd love to have them answer in the comment section? Who is your favorite superhero who's African American whose superhero name does not have the word black in it? Ooh. Comment down below. Interesting. I, Do I, you guys have one? Uh, it's sort of on the, on the spot question. There you go. Uh, ooh, I'll go with the the, uh, the new the new 3D man from uh, the Kurt Busiek George Perez Avengers run. Why not? I'm gonna go with Aurora Monroe Storm. Oh, that's a, oh, that's a great call. Yeah. Dang it! Yeah. Oh, you could go with Vixen. She's pretty cool yeah. as well. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> Good going. Good Comment going. down below if you have a favorite. <laughs> uh, but if you want to continue the conversation with us uh, after the show's over, Neil. Where can they find you? Well, easily, Frank. You can find me <laughs> at places where people are found at the Neil Plumbing. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. Amy. It's like we're playing tag. Yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. You can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. And make sure you watch my Insta stories because um, there's a lot going on this week. Oh, there you go. You're and right. uh, uh, just a little quick uh, box office breakdown here. Uh, the four of us. Are we getting the opportunity to start participating in the schmo down there? Are we going to see that? So yes. So, the first two to enter the the, the arena will be Amy and myself having a match. Uh, it'll be coming out soon uh, on the schmo down where you see where you see your schmo downs near you. So we'll see how Amy and I do uh, as we're battling another team in the in the schmo down. Fingers crossed for us. But in the meantime, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, we'll see you back here next week with another edition of Box Office Breakdown. Until then, go see Black Panther. Get out. <laughs> Eat those popcorn. Eat those popcorn. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. <laughs> Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.